welcome back. This is episode 30 of the podcast. We've made it this far, and on this episode, we are hosting Mitch Black from Blackout Training. Mitch has a unique mobile personal training service that comes to you to get you in shape. Um, he offers a variety of services, membership programs, group classes, individual sessions. We find out about it on the podcast. Mitch just started his business not too long ago and um, is already experiencing great growth. Um, has a lot to do with how good of a guy he is, his mentality, his approach to business. Um, and I'm really excited to uh, have you all listen to that, y'all. So I sound ridiculous. Enjoy the episode. Oh, I like the gray guys. one. Yeah. The silver one. Who's that? The silver truck is his. Nice. Yeah. I mean, they're both nice, but. Yeah. Mine's just like a work truck. Mine's more like a girlfriend truck. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I got to yeah. upgrade, man. My thing, uh, my car, I don't know how it'll keep pulling it come wintertime. Uh, with, the, with the snow and everything like that. What, yep. are, you, what are you pulling your with your, your truck or, or your trailer right now? What are you pulling? pulling Talking weight-wise? Yeah. Like 2,500. That's a lot for that. What kind of could you use a car? Car terrain. Right? It's not a car car. It's like oh. a SUV car. Twenty five hundred pounds. That's a lot of weight for that thing. It, it not for Mitch it. Black though. No. I mean, I can handle it, but I don't know about the car. <laughs> <laughs> Go around the corner, start pushing pushing your back end out. Yeah, start doing deadlifts with the uh, whatever you call it, the frame in the front. It's attached Just to the hitch. What? What happened? Like, what what led you? Did you know you were doing this, or was this like an off the cuff thing? Was it some like how deep was the fitness trailer mobile gym setup idea? Yeah. Um. So first off, I'll start off by saying, uh, someone, my last client, right before I got here, he said, "Good luck with your podcast. Sometimes less is more." So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to stick to that. But <laughs> <laughs> are you a talker? Uh, you know, when it's something I'm passionate about, eh, I get excited, man, and I just fly off the handle occasionally. Dude, that's fine. I'm exactly the same way. If I get too amped up, I just like I get into it. But. Yeah, but uh, back to your question. Um, yeah, so this was an idea I had before COVID was really relevant. Everything is uh, mobile, right? So. Actually, you know, what gave it gave me the idea was uh, I had an Uber driver, and he um, he told me about this app called Jiffy, I believe. It's a, a mobile car wash app, and you can order it. They come, and they have all these perks. And, um, you know, the more I started thinking about it, you know, being a personal trainer, you know, there's Grubhub. There's, there's all of these things, these apps that make things, you know, so easy to get, so easy to get places, so easy to eat. And so um, I had the idea to start, like, a mobile gym. Originally, would have been in a van. And I swung the idea by some people, and um, they kept saying, go for it, go for it. So you were going to do, like, maybe, like, one of those Mercedes vans or, like, the bigger, taller van? Yeah, whatever you call that. Yep, that was the original plan. Yep. Those things are sweet. A lot of people are using those to go, go like, cross-country camping. and Day tripping and stuff. Weekend trips. Day tripping. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny. There's a lot of cool things you can do with the trailers, too, man. Yeah, so how how big is your trailer? It's a 6x10. It, uh, what is it, 3,500-pound trailer rated. So I got a thousand pounds to spare, but I don't know if the uh, the old GMC terrain can can handle that. <laughs> it looks like it's doing pretty good. I've seen you. I've seen you and since we talked last week. I've driven past you like maybe five times on the bypass now, and a couple of times we're like, 
with my wife and I was just like, there's Mitch. And she'd be like, what the, the first time she was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Mitch in his trailer. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I, I saw, I saw your Instagram and I was definitely intrigued to be like, wow, that's somebody's definitely like trying to fill some sort of void. No, I don't, I've never seen anybody else do that. I guess so, the so way you are. How does it work? I call you and I'm like, yo man, I'm busy. I got a half an hour. I can't drive anywhere. So come to my shit. And like you just show up in people's houses or do you? So the half hour, that's an issue I'm uh, actually currently starting to deal with because it almost makes sense or rather doesn't make sense with my business model to offer a half hour training because, you know, I got to go there. I got to come back and it's a lower price than I would be getting for the hour. So let's say I had an hour. Like what does it look like? Yep. So, you know, you call or book me online. Um, and I will come to you. We work out in a lot of clients' driveways. A lot of people love utilizing the outdoors. Um, some people prefer their AC. They don't like to sweat too much. So we um, we work with a lot of people in their homes. Um, go to a lot of local parks. That's yep. a big one. Do a lot of group classes there. Do you get a lot of people bothering you? Like, where you're training the person? They're like, yo, man, this is fucking, this is crazy. It's a good problem to have. I'll tell yeah. you that. It okay. happens, you know, fairly often. Uh, it's, it's free advertising. Well, it's... It, it's not free. I did pay for you know the wrap and the logos yeah. on the trailer, but yeah, he does have a like a nice. I, you, I don't. You haven't seen a picture of his truck yet. No, I just saw him drive by briefly. Yeah, he like, has. Well, a, it's a really clean, like well done on the logo. I don't know if you came up with that or what, but it's very like you can see it from afar. Like it's not. It's clean. It's funny how things piece together. Yeah, the logo kind of. Uh, I actually came up. I had someone come up with that. A friend I knew did uh, digital stuff, and that was before I even made the call to officially do it. I had to make the logo, and then it just kind of evolved a little bit over time. Yeah, it kind of just like that little idea in the back of your mind, and then you just you just peel away a little bit, and then you just get obsessed with it, and the next thing you know, you have a trailer full of weights you, in there. You make the client unpack the trailer and put it back away? Yeah, it's part of their uh, warm-up and cool-down. <laughs> 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 of course. Yeah. The weights are always re-racked, though, properly. Uh, the, the, the worst, the biggest problem, I would say, is... Uh, Cleaning, you know, it's a lot of cleaning in between clients, and how to keep everything sterilized. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the nature of the beast is that we're outside a lot, so a lot of the equipment does get dirty, and so are my fingernails. Yeah, I'm starting to wear gloves cleaning up all that equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? Like, how does it work? Are you training like individuals? Do you have? Like periods during the week that you are you have set group classes that people can rely on. Like what kind of what kind of things are you offering clients right now? Yeah, so uh, number one thing right now would be your one on one. We also offer partner, or you can call it couples training, um, which is actually the same price. So it's kind of a no brainer to invite a friend, and that's a good way you know to to meet new people. Uh, we offer you know groups. It gets cheaper the more people in the group, um, and we do have some set classes. They're kind of happening organically. Uh, the official launch was only about two weeks ago, and my book, I'm at the point I don't think I can take any more clients. Official launch of your business? As in the website, and, oh, you know, I mean, the things have been in the process for a while, but the official launch of the website, you know, the trailer being completely finished, fully operational, is very, you know, not long ago, and uh, so, yeah, so I'm looking to <clears throat> expand. Well, it, it's nice that you came and you started with such like a complete template. Like, you, you, like I checked out your website, that looked clean. Your Instagrams, like you have the personal, the business, everything's like lined up on those. Um, you have the shirts, the trailer has the logos, 
you have the vi- like the promo video that you could sponsor to a sponsor that like you had everything. So I don't know, like what, what, like, how'd you know to organize all that? Like, how'd you know, like, what was your, like, what was your path? So I, ca- I can't take all the credit. I got to say, um, back to that podcast we were talking about entrepreneurs on fire. Uh, there's this, actually, I think it's biblical. It says, uh, for lack of counsel plans fail, fail, but with much advice, they succeed. And so I've been utilizing that at every turn. I've been asking every person that's done this before, every friend of mine, client that, uh, you know, is an entrepreneur. And the trailer idea came came from that, along with many other things. Um, and and uh, I'll be as brief as possible, but, you know, certain yeah, dude, people. take your time. Certain yeah. people, you know, they, um, plenty of time. they said, you know, why don't you get the clients first and then, you know, make sure it's in demand. And then you go buy the trailer. Then you spend all that money on the equipment and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I was I was dead set on that that wasn't an option. I wasn't going to, like I said, I made a post. I said, you know, we didn't throw a couple old jump ropes and a couple, you know, rusty dumbbells in a, in a trailer and call it a gym. I wanted to bring, you know, we're in Newtown here. It's a, it's a nice area. I wanted to bring something that looks legitimate, professional, and organized. And, um, yeah. And, yeah, I think you definitely, well, you got our attention. Yeah, I mean. I it, saw it, that Instagram. It's cool shit. Like, what is What's this guy doing? I would, I was telling John before he came and gave me a little brief that I was, I was saying like, oh, like th- this guy just seems like a hustler because I would see you at the gym and then I would run into you at um, like a couple different places in Yardley that you like um, at the time, like this is going back that I you like, seeing, you, yeah. you bartended, you bartended at the, like the gym we were at also had like an outdoor bar. So like you were there and I felt like everywhere I was going for a period of time last summer, obviously not this summer. Can't summer yeah. 2020 is canceled. Stop that suppressing. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> summer 2019 when things were still excellent, um, I would run into you everywhere, and I was like, "This guy does he have a day off?" And now, in the grand scheme of things, I kind of see what was happening. Yeah, you know, I didn't know it would be this, but I just knew that there was something, and it, I mean, there still is. Um, but you know, right place, right time, kind of guy. You know, if, if you work hard enough, put in the work and effort. Eventually, you know, that idea will come or, you know, that opportunity will present itself. So that's good thing. So you you, yeah. So like Mitch was just, he was just kind of like sitting by waiting for the war to happen, cleaning his gun. Like I'm ready for this. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, yeah. but like, I'm ready to go. Good thing. You didn't listen to those guys that were risk adverse. They were like, get the clients first. Usually those guys, did you have anybody that, that like any you sort asked of risk, right? and said, like, don't do I'm it. Yeah. asked two questions. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, yeah, quick, so don't forget yours. No, yeah. what I'm saying is like the guys that said, get the clients first if you get a bunch of people telling you that you're you're usually your intuition is like wait a minute if everyone's telling me that is that really the right thing to do yeah well um this whole process has been about you know it might sound cliche but uh taking the harder route i guess because (laughs) you know when i first came up with this idea it was before covid and i you know I uh, knew that I wanted to do it and should do it and um i would have had to leave the gym i was working at prominent local health club um and that was a scary thing. And then COVID happened. And thankfully, that was a really giant nudge in the right direction. And I kind of, you know, right when the NAC reopened, I made that uh, official decision kind of like last minute. It wasn't like, you know, it was, it's been a weird experience, but I made that decision to go for it. And um, it's just been one decision like that after the other. It would have been easier to wait and try to get the clients, you know, but uh, that's not the kind of um, business I was, you know, and service I was trying to, you know, it's not the vision that I had. I think right. it would have taken you longer, like, you would have started lower and had to build up credit 
in a lot of ways where you started like you, you wouldn't go to a dentist office and he wouldn't have a chair. He'd be like, I'm working up for the chair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you that's what that's what office chair. You, you, like Mitch is like he's a practitioner. Like instead you, of the water you, squirter, he's got like a bottle. He's just <laughs> the water in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, I'm gonna get the sprayer in a little bit. Little kids in the corner squeezing the water. Yeah, he's like making people pick up logs. That's at like a good Tyler Park. Yeah, That's you know, a good fucking. You point. know what I'm saying? Like, like he came. He's a practitioner. Like you're not just a trainer anymore. You are a business that is serving a cl- like a need, um, and you had to you had to bring it all the way. So like that's cool. That cool to hear that. Like that's how. You brought it 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, man. And that's kind of what I pictured, you know. I, I didn't, you know, I, and, and it paid off because I pictured this, if, if were, there was ever a time, it's now. And I didn't want to just kind of be like, oh, hey, like, you know, there's that guy, you know. Oh, I wonder what he's doing. I want it to be, like, in your face, like, oh, this is the, the guy. Like, this is the mobile gym, fully functional, you know, in the area. And, uh, yeah, so that's what we brought to the table. Yeah, it's all, it's awesome. When, when the clients first... Like the first time that they do a session with you, do you do you see like a uh, a surprise effect where they're a little skeptical going in, or do you feel like people have full excitement, and then when you get there, they're like even more excited? Or how how's the how do the clients react now that you're doing this? You know, I've been uh, really pleasantly surprised with um the treatment and the reaction and just overall you know response from you know what we're doing um. It's almost like they hold me to a higher standard, and you know, there, and there's like a lot of respect, and uh, you know, it, I think it's a lot of, because of the preparation that I put into this work. It's almost yeah. like they have a higher view of me than my than I do of myself, and it's just really helped me realize, you know, that what I'm bringing to the table really is worthwhile. Yeah, that's a good feeling. You have to you have to have that confidence though in the product. Yeah, and then some like sometimes, I think if you if you don't bring, like if you don't meet your expectations from the start it's really hard to sell yourself or sell a, a service to a client like if you don't have confidence in like how like you have to almost bring it 110 percent in order to know when you're talking to someone that's skeptical that like this is the right decision in a way yeah you're you have a really good point there and um i think that has a you know plays a large role in what you know what i said earlier about that so what What's next for you in terms of like the fall, like going into the winter? Like what what do you have lined up to like transition into like the colder weather that we see here in uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, so there's a lot of moving pieces right now. Um, as you said, you know I'm not just a personal trainer now; I'm a business owner, and um, I've got some things in the works. We're weighing out a lot of options. And business is good. It's been really busy and picking up. And I, at this point, I can't handle the workload myself. So I am looking to, uh, you know, expand, like I said earlier. And uh, will that entail a second trailer or possibly a tangible location? We don't know yet, but uh, we'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Have right. you thought Have you thought about maybe, like, teaming up with a, a smaller boutique gym that would benefit from your mobile ability like most of the year and then you could kind of like be the mitch of said gym 
so that like you could kind of benefit like at least in the short term of like somebody else's location yeah, you know, I don't see a list in front of you, but it, I feel like these questions were all very well thought out and prepared. Because uh, you know, no, dude, I shoot no, from the hip. Shoot yeah. On the hip yeah. yeah, no, I shoot from the hip. Yeah, okay. We're That's why I have a bunch of retards. Respectable. <laughs> respectable. <laughs> yeah. okay. We know. Yeah. I just, like, understand that, like, I've built several businesses. I've built several businesses. So, Got like, it. I have you on here selfishly, one, to get to know you, make friends with you, and then, like, you know me, I know you. We're both, like, that's, like, we're friends, even if we're not like we know, kind of like you know what I'm saying. Like Absolutely, it, no. Yeah, it's, it's just a, like it's a benefit cool. selfishly for we, us. And then the people that are listening, like a lot of people don't have conversations anymore, which we talk about a lot. So like this is an opportunity for people just to like benefit from like meeting you. Yeah, a lot no, of these people probably already know us, or if they don't, sorry. Um, <laughs> but if you're listening now and you don't have a good idea who <laughs> yeah we are. yeah but like maybe they're listening because mitch is on the show and then they're like who are these two fucking idiots like and then mitch is like oh no oh, like geez. what did i get into no, they got an american flag they <laughs> represent baby come yeah, on seriously come we on. got grenades on the table what, are you what uh for? i like the katanas so, that might be my favorite uh, <laughs> the after the flag, that everybody is. catches the swords if they're if like well not everybody only the real Real individuals capture the sh- heard like, that most people just like don't even see them over there loud and clear. I'm picking up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So yes, what, uh, I saw that cool. What's that over there, by the way? Oh, that, that knife over nice. there. Yeah. Oh, dude, I spotted you spotted that too. Dude, you could shave you could the cow. Shave. You ever you, shave your arms? Um, yeah, actually, I over quarantine, I picked before. up a uh, backpacking, camping, and I've been learning to uh, use a whetstone. Dude, John's, I'm ha- you know, John's uh, buddy out in Montana made that like from scratch. Careful now. It's insane, right? <laughs> it's the sharpest knife you've ever held. What the heck? Yeah, I don't even know how sharp. you get a knife that sharp. Yeah, it's fucking do you sharp use as fuck. uh, like a uh, mineral oil whetstone? Or do you we, ha- we haven't owned it that we long. We haven't owned it that long <laughs> enough. You, to, haven't, uh, you haven't sharpened it yet? No. Okay. No, it's just... I Honestly, we probably send is, it back to him. This is really, really nice. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, I probably would send it back to him. That's what I'm saying. Resharpen. He probably would do that. That's an unbelievable knife. Everyone that sees it is like, holy shit, that thing's fucking sharp. It's it's it was designed. It's definitely designed for helping like skin an animal, oh. and, and uh, field dress. Undoubtedly, yeah. Like I that's that's the whole point of that thing. I feel like there was a question I missed somewhere along the way. No, no we were just it. we were just talking about how like you thought like it, I was like had all these questions. Got it, got it. And honestly, like you answer one question, I learn something, and I like listen, I like think about it for a second, and then I'm like, well, if I was in this position, what would I have done, or what would I have wanted to know, or like. That kind of like there's always like it's always like purely like for me. So how do you work out? Do pe- Selfish. Yeah. yeah. Do do people pay you like per session or do they or they get like a monthly membership or how? Yeah, yeah. So work? I have good um, question, John. Thanks, yeah. man. Thanks, Andrew. I learned from you. You know, you know, <laughs> you would think you had a you think you'd had a list over there too, yeah. but uh, uh, no. Um, yeah. We, so we do hourly sessions. We have a drop in rate, you know, and um, you know, the goal is to get you to sign up for our three month membership, which you know will continue until. The three month is up, and then you can continue after that, obviously. But uh, yeah, we, and that's we like discount, a once a week we discount kind of thing. So I like to charge my clients biweekly, actually. Okay, but it's I leave it up to their preference. I'm pretty flexible that way, and uh, we just so what does a membership them. get you though? So it's not so the membership essentially is just a discounted session. So okay, you know you get the three month membership, and then each session per week you save five dollars per additional session. Does okay. that make sense? So it's more so seventy it's drops sixty five and then sixty. That's the lowest I'll go. It's an incentive access. membership. Then. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to have people on recurring payments. You know, it makes you. You know. Also, the main reason is because 
there's a three month um phase and like the personal training you know the fitness professional world there's like this three month phase that you really need to be able to get through your full you know uh transformation so to speak if that makes sense to hit the next level exactly yeah, yeah. so it's made for retention as well so most people that make it past the three months like they're into it they're, oh yeah absolutely yeah. yep dang dang i made it like two weeks dang dang that yeah. sounds like me back in high school p90x two weeks Fucking we all we P14X. all tried that thing, that fucking thing. Yeah, I did. You P90X. got to the second CD and it was like, "Fuck, this thing's hard as shit." Like, you know what, what problem CDs, with that worked dude, out? You just pirated it. And yeah, yeah. I wasn't like a Kazaa LimeWire. I fucking bought the CDs. I still got them. Yo, can you look and make sure he's still on the camera there? Just do me a favor. Just pop your head back there. Oh my god, don't hit the tripod. Jesus Christ! Hold on, Technical difficulties. He's going in. He's going in. Not really. Just turn it a little bit and I'll move it. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're good, right? We're good. In the money. Well, yeah, I just want to make sure Mitch looks good, dude. It's like the whole point of bringing him on here. Yeah, can't my set mic's the all up in my, here we go. Same here we go. Can't set my good side. S- yo, s- I gotta move the yo, yo, camera. Yo, now, yo, now he's back over here. You have moved the camera. Uh, I can't see you guys now. I'm coming back. Yeah, now you gotta go back to where you are. Shit. The side of the tattoo. What's your tattoo for? You know what? First one. Had to be for mom. So that was this one right here. Nice. Don't be another statistic, right? And then we got some other ones added on. Excuse me. I had to go to the next room. Added on one by one. Uh, last one was a line. Uh, I'm Dutch. Dutch coat of arms. Dutch coat of arms has a line. No, Andrew's I am not a Andrew's got a line, too. Yeah, dude, I got a fucking line. Dude, we're, we're going to be best friends forever. Andrew's afraid to take a personality test where the four outcomes are an otter, a beaver, a golden retriever, and a lion. We He's know, like, dude, what if I take the test and I'm not a lion? Yeah, but then you read the lion things, and we yeah, were pretty sure. sure. <laughs> we were pretty sure that was a, <laughs> we were. I was like, oh, wow, that, that lined up nicely. Uh, are we taking that test today? Is that part of the podcast? Uh, uh, we actually don't have access uh, to the test. Two yeah, gentlemen, if, if you go back and listen, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, and if those gentlemen are listening, fucking send, Philly it, boys. send us the fucking test, dude. Yeah. God damn it. Tyler and Andrew. I want to take the test. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't take the test? No. no so we, just assumed, we just assumed who we were. Well, he read the descriptions of the character, like the character traits. Okay. And the two guys we had here were two of the things, and they knew what they were. And then when John read the character traits for the, like the other two, we were we were pretty much like okay. in the money. Okay. Understood. The other yeah, two. Very, very lion, lion. So you were an otter. I, I was a lion. <laughs> he was a golden retriever. <laughs> Loyal. Um, Andrew number two was an otter. An otter. The other guy was a beaver. And the other dude was a beaver. <laughs> and when you read when you read the descriptions of like which the animals, like they were each like exactly like yeah. how they are, but it was pretty funny. So what um what else like do you have in mind in terms of like future businesses or like endeavors in terms of like Yeah, it's a great question. Um I'm in school right now. Uh for business. I mean, it makes sense, right? So this whole process, I knew I needed to be in school as well. So this helped clarify exactly what to go for at, the, at this time. So mm-hmm. I, I look at it as, I always say lily pads, but that sounds maybe a little more gay than like stepping stones. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it really gay. is though. It's just, yeah. It's just <laughs> hopping from one, you know, uh, obstacle or, or uh, opportunity to the next. Um, so we have some programs that we're going to be launching soon with Blackout Training. We're doing a cool collaboration thing in the near future, end of this month. With who? Um, who we collaborating with? Is um, it be announced? So it will well, be the announced. Kardashians just canceled their that's show, so it might be. They actually lined yeah, it up. Yeah, that's for why blackout. I was late, actually. That was my last client. I, Dude, fucking 
Kim K. <laughs> Mitch. Unstoppable. I think she does a lot of squats. No. None. No, right? It's not real. <laughs> she didn't work for it. But uh, so I guess, um, I don't know. Sure. We shot content for the launch uh, yesterday. Video will be going out next week. Uh, it's not like it's a secret secret. Sure. I don't know. Um, it's essentially, I won't put, give any names, I guess, but uh, not that it matters, but uh, I'm being all secret. Like, this is so no, important. No, dude, drum up the hype, dude. So important. No, but we're going to be working with local bars. We're doing a program called Weekend Warriors. So every weekend, um, we're going to be collaborating with a different local bar, you know, Yardley Newtown and the such. And we'll be doing a group workout either outside at their location or at a local park. Um, we'll charge a flat rate that'll include a drink voucher for that bar and a healthy breakfast or brunch option. Okay, we're gonna be doing group classes. I like that. You're gonna get Holy that one shit. guy at the bar that's been there every day for his whole life. He's gonna come and there's like five, you know, Uncle, ten hot where's girls. Where's my voucher? Where's my voucher? I'm, just I'm them here for the drink. <laughs> like no, no smoking, sir. This is not. <laughs> this no smoking. is a fitness class. You can't smoke. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have to be specific on what kind of demographic. We're, I think we're gonna like specify each week. One week it'll be you know intermediate to advanced, and then yeah. next week will be beginner. Because I don't want, you know, I don't want uh, nothing against, you know, the elderly or whatnot, but. We don't, don't want hurt uh, we don't want a group of grandmas, anybody. yeah. Um, you know, with a bunch of you know younger athletes and vice versa. We don't we don't want that r- to run into that problem. So, yeah. well, they do the same. Don't don't take it personally, but martial arts does the same thing. It's like a belt system. Yeah, That's, oh, yeah. you Why should it, have you should system? implement a belt system in the gym. So Honestly, that might not be no, a bad idea. I, trust me, there's Dude. a million ideas floating around in this noggin. You know, <laughs> the 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 beginner could be brownout training. <laughs> you have brown out <laughs> Sounds like some OBJ would do. <laughs> Odell Beckham. <laughs> it's all Trust in the branding. Me. It's all in I've the branding. Coming, dude, dude, I've it's been throwing around names like colors and stuff. <laughs> Packages with different colors. So you're gonna get jo- Joan Joan Rivers doing open air squats. <laughs> that that's awesome. Is so like is the goal to transition ultimately like to like a model where like you have the mobile option but you are a brick and mortar like mortar like operation though like more traditional gym or like are you gonna are you a gypsy you gonna stay on the road you know that'll be an interesting uh thing to find out you know this is these are decisions i'll be having to make in the next couple months and between everything that's been going on and the official launch only just now happened uh there's been a lot of moving pieces so we're gonna have to figure that out but uh, you know in my head it sounds great to have a, a you know a studio physical location for those clients that would like it. And then you have, you know, your mobile aspect, which is the bread and butter of the business. But that same client that said, you know, sometimes less is more. He also, <laughs> this man is so wise. He also told me, should we have him on the podcast? He, he's yeah, honestly, he's been on podcasts and he was giving me advice. Uh, he, uh, he's probably been on more podcasts than we've he had. He may have been, I don't know. He's, yeah. he's, he's a big shot, you know? So he said, uh, you know, if the business model ain't broke, don't change it. You get that new truck, you're definitely not gonna. You're gonna be like, dude, this thing's way too much. Well, too that's just a win. Riding. It's a win-win, man. It's a selfish, you know, ulterior motive, but also I do need it for the business. You make so. the truck fully black out, dude, everything. Well, if you get a truck me, like one, like get ours, a bleep bar on the front. Yeah. I was shopping for 2020 Dodge Rams last night. Don't even get me started. I'm probably gonna look for some news. Uh, t- <laughs> Ford has really good deals on 2019 350s. Yeah. You might need a bigger trailer though, because a little trailer behind that's gonna look awfully it's weird. It's just gonna like pull out and just gonna rip the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. No, but uh, <laughs> 2019s, they got a few inventory left with like black trucks. You're gonna have to. Uh, send me, I guess I'll just Google it. Ford, yeah. you said. Ford. Okay. I like Fords. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not know, biased one way or the other. They're all nice trucks. You know, yeah. they're all good now. It's 2020. Let's get over. Except it. for Chevys, they suck. 
How about, dude? I just probably. Heard a, I just heard a new. What? I mean, I. <laughs> I don't know too much about Chevy, but I, I don't know if I say <laughs> suck. I don't know if I say they suck. Yeah, I heard uh, you Hummer just came out with a new 2020 edition, maybe 2021. Hummer, it's like a thousand horsepower, like a real Hummer, oh, like haunted, yeah, Hummer. Whoever owns that Hummer, what do they call those new military vehicles? Not the like ER Bradleys. Yeah, I don't know. There's a the MRABs, MRAP, MRAP. Fucking that probably got a thousand horsepower. The fuck are you can do probably with a thousand horsepower, that, right? dude. That's probably got a turbine diesel engine. In it. <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> thousand horsepowers, Jesus! I think yeah, the truck I got is like five hundred horsepower. I was looking at that's a nice truck, man. That's a sharp looking truck. That's exactly what I need. But yeah, the bigger tra- see problem with the bigger trailer, then then you're gonna take up more space. Oh shit! They're making a pickup truck, like a real pickup what? truck. What? Starting G- at GMC Hummer. I didn't know seventy thousand dollars. Estimate. I need to see another angle of that. I'm what sure we know so far. What are they, they don't have any back. Why is it? Be, it might be seventy thousand dollars. We don't know. <laughs> they fucking just. Come. Oh, it's but electric, we, right? But we do oh, know it's electric. it will offer from today that I was talking about. It's an electric Hummer, thousand Fuck. horsepower, zero to sixty in three seconds. Hummers shouldn't be able to do that. These electric vehicles are going to get badass. Mm, yeah, they're, everyone's trying to out. You ever Tesla. go in a car th- zero to sixty in three seconds? You go do that. In a have you truck? ever tra- have you ever driven a Tesla? Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you ever driven a Tesla? I have not. No, they're fucking insane. It's weird. Your eyeballs can't keep up on how fast you're accelerating. My my eyeballs, eyeballs, <laughs> they kept up fine. <laughs> you know in the Fast and the Furious when they hit the accelerator He's got really good eye and like the, the, <laughs> the special fix blur the road? Yeah. It happens. That does happen. I mean, I've been on a bike and experienced something similar. I get like a motorcycle yeah. on the back. On the back. Because that's how I roll. Another dude? <laughs> yeah, it was another awesome. dude. Yeah, Yo, what if I get in the back of your motorcycle, Andrew? I don't know if I could support you. <laughs> you have a Harley, right? Yeah, I have a Harley and a sport bike. Should. Okay, yeah. okay. I do. I do the motorcycles. Not this year. We didn't really have too much time for that stuff. But we do. I gotta do get motorcycles. a. I want to get a motorcycle. That'd be awesome. I've been thinking about it myself. Don't even get me started. So if you open up a physical location and then you do the the mobile stuff, yeah. So question: Do ahead, people yeah. are people going to hire you for you, or are they going to hire you for your program, or do you see like an, an uh, a conflict there? When you say for me or my program, what's what do you like? Do people hire you as a physical, as a personal trainer because of you, or do they hire you because you have a program, like a routine? Um, you see what I'm saying? Like, like he's saying you, can, it, you can't be in two places at one time. Sure. So okay. how do you? Is the business you, or is it blackout training? Is a business. <laughs> Still not sure I follow 100%, but maybe this, you know, will help. Maybe, tell me if I, it does not. Um, so, yeah, so we're looking to expand. I'll be hopefully bringing on another trainer. You know, God willing, everything stays busy. Um, say we did have another physical location, then that's something I'd have to, you know, uh, would I would I give them a membership to the gym? Probably not starting out. It'd probably be a small studio just for personal training. Uh, yeah. And then uh, along with that other trainer, hopefully that I'll be bringing on board, Um Maybe one of us would train train strictly out of the you know home base, and the other one would be on the road, or, or vice versa. So I think what the I think to better like answer his question is, Mitch is a personal training business, not a fitness center. Yeah, that's what you're asking. 
Apparently, yeah. Yeah, you're like, is, is, it, is, is it, it like are we putting b- words in your mouth? No, now? no, no. no, no it's it's kind of like he, yeah, he's kind of asking like, so like your business and you did a lot of branding around blackout training. So like the service is blackout training. What he was asking is, are you so branded? Like, are you so well known that people are coming because of you? rather than to come to the service of blackout training and how are you managing like is that what you're saying there the yeah. future oh, God, the God, future God. movement you're talking like, about growth how do you hit me how do you manage how do you scale that? that understood yeah. yeah so um you know that's that's a good question um yeah I'm getting, i got you yeah it's really well worded there uh sorry that went right <laughs> over my head when you said it um so that's i think it's a mix of a lot of it um the funny thing is that besides those people driving by me while i'm training you know pick getting asking for a card while i'm with my client you know, I always try to ask, how did you hear about blackout training? And the response that I've been looking for is, oh, I saw your badass truck drive by, and I wanted to call that number that I saw on the side. But the number one answer, before any of this even came to fruition, before I had, right when I got the logo, before blackout training was even, you know, a twinkle in my eye, um, I put out street signs on the road, you know, in Yardley, you know, Makefield, Newtown, and I've gotten more calls from that than anything. Number two is... Uh, like Facebook Marketplace. A lot of my clients are really going to bat for me, man. Hopping on there. People will, and old friends, you know, of mine, they'll, they'll see a post that someone makes and they'll go ahead and tag me in it. And, you know, knock on wood and, you know, I give all the glory to God and whatnot. But I've had extremely good luck with that and have pretty much every single one have like 100, you know, I don't know the exact number, but really high retention rate and, and you know, success with getting those, you know, capitalizing on that opportunity. Dude, it sounds like you got something awesome going. Uh, yeah, so That's like cool. I'll, I'll double Just back on. Pretty, pretty excited. Two weeks in, you're already like, you booked solid already? It's been about that. Yeah, I can't have Fuck. it. Yeah, between school, I had to stop bartending. Uh, I'm only bartending one night now at the one location. I had to stop altogether at the one place and, you know, so... And I need to make school a priority because that's my future, you know, and it's always been on the back burner and that's why I'm doing it now, not to be on the back burner. This is, it's a priority. So, you know, I need to make sure that I bring this person on to help lighten the workload because, you know, thank God, you know, things contrary to some of those people's, you know, beliefs that this would not be a needed service, you know, it's taken off. Yeah. You see mobile vets now? Yeah, don't even get me started. I haven't seen vets, but I know they do like uh, groomers. The mobile groomers, vets. I'm trying to get a mobile vet right now, or Ariel is actually trying to get a mobile vet. We've thrown around some some money numbers and still had problems getting them. Like Knox has an ear infection. He's always like shaking his head like an elephant. What kind of dog? Is it a hound? Yeah, he's a plot hound. Oh. Yeah, this is his first one. Fucking Knox. And um, so like I'm, the, at first I think the vets were like, oh, well, we got to take him inside. I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to go so well. Yeah, without you. Yeah, without me. So, like, let's, uh, and she, like, Ariel's trying to explain it to them. But, like, the mobile vets we thought was, like, our move. And every one of them booked until, like, through the year. So, if it's you're crazy. a vet right now, Open quit your job and buy a van. Talk to Mitch about how to set your vet yeah. business up. Seriously, because right now when you go to the vet, you just drop your dog off at the door. Oof. And then... Yeah. That's not good for Knox. Oh yeah, it's good. So we're It'd be like teeth kissing in there. Yeah, we're exploring we're exploring <laughs> options on how to manage that. <laughs> we'll we'll probably have a sh- it'll probably be on the third sedation. Thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's just, like just trying to it's like trying to put a coat on a tiger 
that's covered in like slippery butter or something I can like totally that. It's, it's just not gonna go well. Like there's no recipe there. It's like they need to come outside. Just give me the prescription. Just let us go on the our way. On I'll the pay the, I literally said like I'll pay. I'll pay the visit fee. I'll pay like whatever. Like let's just, just figure it out. Infection. Let's figure it out. So just give me the drops. I'll literally scoop the test out of his ear for you. So oh, whatever. We're bringing we a sample of his ear. Yeah, I'll just cut. Oh, that's weird. Let's chop it off. Well, yeah. Use a knife. Yeah, we can shave them. You, you won't even feel it. You can shave them. We'll see. Come pre-shaved. But yeah, no, so I think what we'll probably do is get him like a really, really comfortable muzzle. And Mu- uh, So the muzzles, we had to muzzle our one dog, our older Great Dane, mm. um, only when he went to the vet and only with men vet vets. But the muzzle, they don't feel restricted. It just takes their mind off of what they're doing. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's not like they're sitting there like, I can't believe I'm muzzled. I'm more angry. But they ju- they just can't think of anything else other than being muzzled. Yeah, I'd like to think that about him. We'll see how it goes. I'm gonna right. be optimistic about it. You got any dogs? Uh, my girlfriend has a husky. Um, and That's she's a more, more of a cat. More of a cat, really. Ooh. The dog's more of a cat. Yeah, she she uh you know doesn't want attention unless she wants attention. And husky, she doesn't yeah. bark. Doesn't bark. Uh, she's just laid back, chilling. Yeah. Knox is not that. Jeez. I prefer a high-energy dog, personally. I love, you know, dog cases. Call it gross, but I don't mind getting, like, bad dog. Uh, yeah. Yes. I don't either. <laughs> I fucking love it. Kind of like it. Yeah. yeah, let's get more, dude. <laughs> Sit on the couch with me. Let's <laughs> let's eat this uh, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why is your I'm, dog I'm so a thick? Very, I have a very slobbery dog. <laughs> Definitely slobbery. Uh, Everyone in my dog meets is like, what that's the fuck, Well, that's man? why you need that it. big truck, man. They carry those Great Danes. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Fucking dogs. Dude, carry him. Carry me with the Great Dane. You got a sled for the win- come winter time? Uh, no. Mush. Put him put in him there. Put work, man. Yeah. No, you put you in there. Put me in there. Yeah, they're going to pull you. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know about that. <laughs> He's like, it's kind of like coincidental. Like, we have Mitch in here. He's a personal trainer and has a movable personal training. What are you business. trying to say over there? And Jonathan... Has a v- I've been out of the game for a while. He's been out of the game for a while, and now you can't get a- you can't technically get away. Can't from get Mitch. away from it. Drop mm-hmm. the club membership. We were going there, dude. Wait, um, where are you going? We, we literally were going, we, we were going to Cornerstone. Yeah, and I got it to where I was like three days a week for two weeks. No, it was and like the Corona. It was like three, four weeks in a row. Yeah, it was like three weeks in a row, and I was feeling good. And then the fucking Corona hits, and then they closed the gym. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what the fuck? I just joined. My brother Andrew's gonna join, and we're gonna go together and hold hands. What a shame, man. I, I can't believe they did that to you guys. Yeah, they really... T- so messed up. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck. I'm still coping. Are they still closed? I might still be nursing my forearms from your fucking curled session <laughs> you gave me. I'm glad he said that. <laughs> dude. I hammered him. <laughs> he fucking hammered my biceps. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that, man. If those forearms aren't caught up... You, you I was trying to take a shower. I'm like slapping my fucking yeah. arm up against the, the wall. We, we were out, the out to eat the next day. I, day, I was like wiping like them all the way down. Like it was fucking brutal. Dude, you got to get in that uh, cool down after clear all those metabolites and lactic acid out after See? your workout. See, that's why I knew you didn't fucking tell me that. You just left me. Like, all right, we're well, done you here. got in a cold shower. I thought you'd handled it. Oh, like, the last thing here. you want to do. No, no, no cold shower is good. Cold shower is good. We got, we got in the sauna. Yeah, it was fine. He's like, let's play a game. Okay, Angela, what do you want to play? I'll do ten curls and I'll hand it to you. you oh, it was 10. buddy curls. It was buddy curls, yeah. and we just kept going. This is at home. 
Like going, no, it's at the gym. This is that time. We were, just, are we, we, talk, we're we doing, talking recently? Yeah. Well, well, this is the beginning of Corona. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you guys are actual brothers? Nah. Oh, okay. He wishes. Yeah. Big brother. People think we're brothers, that he's like the older brother. That's what I would probably guess, too. But yeah, we're yeah. only like two years apart. Be kind of close for. Yeah, years. he's like a majestic moose. How old are you guys? <laughs> I'm uh, 32. I'm 34. Got it. How old are you? Turning 27 this month. I'm a baby. Damn. Baby. You got a lot of life ahead of you. Hopefully. 4,000 weeks. You got like. You keep working out like this, you'll be fine. Yeah. <sighs> Man. I don't know what like this means, but yeah, definitely good to like stay 3, consistent. You got like 3,000 weeks left in your life. Is that it? That doesn't sound like a lot. He, likes, only four, he likes to do there's this. There's only 4,000 fucking weeks in someone's life. That's it. Is he the brains of the business? Mm, <laughs> sometimes. He's doing quick math in his head. No, right I here. saw a chart. Just like, we, we, he, he got this chart. I almost, I almost ordered this chart where it said like. Short circuit. It was an 85 year. Like for an average 85 year old, there's 4,000 or whatever it is. Weeks in your life. It, had a, it was like a scantron. where you And like every time a week went off, you had to check it off. And like that's it. And like it was so morbid. So when you filled in, <laughs> I was fucking, gonna say that is morbid, so morbid, man. dude. And he sends it to me, and I like, I'm just like rather, I'm rather intense when it comes to like time and like getting stuff done. Um, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna have to go to therapy because of this chart <laughs> right now. <laughs> we got like, I'm like looking at it. Twenty five hundred weeks go, left. God damn it! I'm more than halfway through this chart. Yeah, no, <laughs> not quite, not quite, not quite. That's crazy though. And now I understand that though. I probably would go. Uh, Mental or postal or both, if I had that chart as well, man. Yeah. What is your... Go ahead. No, you go. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Not doing that mistake again. (laughs) Hermes. (laughs) Um, What, like, what's your day-to-day like in terms of, you know, running the business, your life, school? Like, what's that? Like, take us through that. Yeah, so it's kind of a new, new, uh, you know, school just restarted. I was in a summer class, and the business itself, you know, has been operational but not fully launched for the last couple of months. And now, you know, the last few weeks to a month have been absolute mayhem between, you know, multiple clients a week, you know, a day sometimes, and like people calling and and still, you know, tweaking the website and trying to make time to be consistent with social media for once. Uh, you know, the school, uh, that's kind of been all falling on the back burner the first couple of weeks. So now I'm playing catch up and I'm going away from my birthday. So I got, can't, don't just need to catch up. I need to get ahead. Um, so, you know, that between the training and that's, that's, it's just become very, very relevant that I need to bring help on. Cause I've been a little bit overextended. You can be like Andrew and just wake up at 3am. No, I don't know about that. Five is, has been average lately, which is, you know, it's early for me. I'm it's not pretty used fucking early. That's early. Good. No, that's strong. I'll start there and maybe I'll work up to three. We'll see. Dial but my girlfriend back. keeps me up at night. She's at night owl. So we'll see about that. Ooh. I didn't know we were going there. Like, my girlfriend keeps me up at night. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. We're going, we're going down. <laughs> Pillow talk and you're talking gibberish because you can barely stay awake. That, like, blah, blah. that was one last more, night, man. One more set on. No, I used to have PTSD from the restaurants, you know, dreaming about ranch and French fries. Oh, no, I forgot it at the table. (laughs) That's him. Can I get more ranch? (laughs) You forgot my ranch. Uh, We were, like, checking out the ranch still isn't here. Do you still want your ranch? Be like, dude, we just paid you. Yeah, Yeah, I used to work at a diner, and I would, like, be asking people in my sleep, like, how do you want your eggs? (laughs) And it was, like, a recurring nightmare I would have. How old were you when you got your first job? Oh, man, I've been working. I had my own landscaping business when I was, like, 16. And there you go. You know, this has brought me back to my roots, I feel like. You know, this is something that I feel like I was always meant for and capable of. 
but I got away from it when I got into the bartending service industry. I, I almost went full scale, bought a truck and trailer for the landscaping. You know, mm. we had a bunch of account, you know, 20, 30 accounts in a, in a trailer park that I lived in. Um, and we were doing really well, you know, and, uh, and so, yeah, so this has been a cool process getting back to, you know, my old ways. I, I think guess. landscape could be the best young man's business to start. Yeah, it's shoveling imme- driveways. It's immediate cash. Yeah. Oh, dude, driveways, man. That was shoveling driveways. It's immediate cash. And you can see your results right away. Like, the customer comes out, they're like, oh, that looks good. Or yeah, they come yeah. out, they're like, you missed a fucking spot. I took a lot of pride in that. That was good. You know, I've always done stuff. Always been working. On, I've worked for guys at the church, even younger than that. You know, probably 13. I don't know. Hey, man, and, hustle. Uh, always but been a hustler, man. It's always be been tough a to go away for your birthday coming up in the future. You know what? I need it, and I deserve it, and I'm going to, I'm going to, enjoy the crap out of it because <laughs> I've been waiting for a moment to like sit down and actually enjoy a beer this, you know, the last yeah. several months. And every time I do, I'm like, mm, no, it's not time. It's not, then I'll have one, you know, but, but I'm looking, I'm looking to have a couple. Yeah. So I'm going to enjoy myself. Where are you going? Oh, we're going to, you know, let's see if I pronounce this right. Lake Wallen Pompack. Lake Wallen Pompack. Well, is, is that where the, the, that's where the spot is. Is that where the groundhog lives? That's, that's where we're, yeah, we're putting up with the, Put the, the the structure on the land. What you build, you building something over here? Yeah, I have a, we have a little lot up there. I gotta say, like I really, uh, I I didn't know you super well, um, but like it seems like you got a lot going on, and, and it's it's inspiring, man. Because I, I have a lot of things that I want to move on from from this, but first I need to make sure that this is a successful, you know, organized, real business, and uh, gotta you know keep uh, my head straight. Honestly, you you already possess a lot. Like, I see a lot of characteristics or things you're saying. Um, like, you just couldn't lip service a lot of the things you're saying as far as, like, taking resources, like mentors and advice from people and being open to that. I don't know if that's just your nature or because you're a little bit older in the 20s. But I know I had such a struggle, like, early in my 20s and being in business that I just like didn't I just kind of thought I knew everything all the time. So it's always refreshing to see someone that's younger that's it's like thank god somebody fucking learned earlier not, than I did. Definitely not my nature. This has been a you know I made a lot of mistakes and uh thankfully learned from each and every one of them little pieces and um you know just trying to Yeah, definitely cuz I'm later in my 20s. I was not like this when I was 21. <laughs> yeah, so that's I think that's a a large attributor to probably how successful you've been quickly. Um, or how you've seen, you know, rewards quickly. Like you still have a long ways oh, to yeah. go. I'm scared but, like, more than you've ever seen, now. You've seen instant gratification where some businesses don't see that right away. And I think that's why I'm scared. And that's rewarding. Don't be. You just you can't know not, not scared. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to say I'm. The, oh, the, no, like. the anxiety, fear, scared will just keep you motivated to continue to push forward. It doesn't go away as yeah, long yeah, as yeah, it's I'm not sure. keeping. If you're being kept up at night. Then you got to figure something. No, out. I sleep like a baby. I work right. too hard for so that. So then you're good. Because right, yeah. when you start getting woken up at night, stressed about, and you can't really figure out what you're stressed about, that's a problem. I'm sure that that time will come. You know, like I like he said, it was instant gratification. Pretty much, it's been kind of a wild ride, and I haven't even had time to enjoy it. And occasionally, I'll, it'll like hit me. Like I'll be like walking back to my car from the Wawa like ten minutes ago, and I was like, I I did this. Like this is I, wow, you know. Yeah, you're like no longer it's, paying it's weird, that man. athletic club fifty percent of your fucking. You know, fee, you know more I mean? than that. Uh, oh, geez. And, and nothing against the Newtown yeah. Athletic Club. I want to say it's actually here because I've been meaning to make a video. Like I loved the Newtown Athletic Club. A lot of people may say bad things. You know, there's a lot of politics and stuff in this, that, and the third. But Andrew, I personally Andrew's never mentioned it before. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, dude, you know, some for some people it didn't act is not for for them. 
And that's okay, you know, but personally. I, I moved on. It's okay. Know, and there's nothing wrong it with that It was me. Either, it, you know? wasn't, it wasn't them. Yeah. I was ready <laughs> was for me. a change. No, but the next great, man. I really appreciate all the opportunities that I was given there. Uh, you know, Jim Worthington, Kate Golden, Aaron Lotta. There's a lot of, lot of uh, people there. You know, there's so many more names. I'm not going to take up too much time. But I, I ended on great terms at the Newtown Athletic Club. I called my directors and told them, that, you know, I was going to do my own thing. And they, they fully support me. And uh, I just, you know. I think I would have done well there, but I had to, I had to follow this vision. This was something, and in the end, it came down to I knew that if I did not, you know, at least try this and pursue it, I would regret it for the rest of my life, and I didn't want to live with that. So I, I made the call. You know, the harder decision we talked about. No, for sure. When when you're like take when you were taking advice and you know compiling information in the beginning, when you really haven't like tested anything and you, you've never really owned a business, maybe you, like, well, you kind of had with like yeah, before, yeah, like, that was very you had some experience yeah. in, the, in the entrepreneurship. How did you differentiate th- or like sort through people as ad- advice? Like how did you like give people credit when you should listen or shouldn't listen? You know, um, I almost feel like I never made a conscious decision to just like disregard somebody's advice um, what I did, you know, I just, I just asked literally, uh, and maybe too much, you know, I apologize to some of my clients possibly because some of them are entrepreneurs and they're very, you know, smart, motivated, driven people. And they, you know, a lot of my clients helped me through this process. They gave me advice. My one client, she's a lawyer. She helped me get my LLC. She helped me with some legal things. She recommended me going to school, take some certain classes to protect myself, you know? So it's just been a, a summation of all these awesome different people that believe in me and, you know, took the time to in, invest a little bit, uh, of their, you know mind space on me and um i just uh yeah it just all kind of came together it's been a whirlwind and uh you know i like to you know meditate sometimes you know not to get deep but you were talking about like you know stress and all that i, I think meditation and uh you know collecting your thoughts on paper is healthy and i think you know i'll have a little more time to slow down and like actually relish and enjoy this this whole thing and i'll maybe you know the more some things will become more clear probably yeah yeah <laughs> getting advice from people Andrew and I may or may not agree with this totally. Go for um, it. I, whether you take advice from someone who's not quite up to your standards on a totem pole or whatever it may be, like, right? Like, I've I, Andrew's definitely said, like, sometimes it's hard to take advice from someone who doesn't have their shit together. But sometimes you have to take advice, and I think it's important, like, you were listening. You know, as you were saying, like, you take advice from anyone – because every little piece of advice has a little something in it, regardless of who it comes from, right? I couldn't agree more, yeah. Yeah, this podcast has kind of been therapy for me in a way. To like, It was like the last stage of, and I'm like still working through it, but it's kind of like the last stage I need to go through to like, like once, once we hit record and we're in here, like I have to, like I'm engaged in this conversation. There is no outside world. Like I'm taking in what this you're saying meditation. all the way. But before, like I had, like I just had standards for people or like <laughs> expectations. Like if you weren't dialed in and you said something to me, like I would just, I would not, I would had zero value for what you yeah. had to say. Um, and then I kind of learned over the year that even like the lowest person on like the totem pole comes by and says something to you even though it's like not correct or what you need like anything can trigger that next thing so I kind of had to like relinquish the fact that I walked around with this like ego and just like assume that like 
everybody's got something to offer. Yeah. And I'm still working through it. It Everybody sounds nice when I say it, but I'm not. I'm like, I'm still yeah. very much in that. Everyone has their little bit of their life, even if they're young, 10, 5, 15, whatever, a little bit of their own perspective because nobody's two lives are the exact same. So yeah. whatever perspective they come from, they've learned something you haven't learned. Right? Yeah, for that's sure. It's tough. Like, but that's awesome that you had the foresight to – Take all that advice, collect it, and then fucking just shoot out with you. Like, that's cool, man. Like, I'm, that's awesome. Like, I don't know you at all, but I feel like I know now. I got to give a quick shout out to Ashley, my client. She uh, recommended I start this one podcast. It was completely unrelated. It was just like fitness podcast, and I figured I'd give it a shot. And then, you know, I found uh, that Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. And that, along with this book, um, I just downloaded on Audible. It's uh, by Patrick Bet David, Your Next Five Moves. Between that book and the podcast that I was, you know, different ones, little bits and pieces here and there, and different books they recommend, I think uh, I owe a lot of that to having the mindset that I'm in, you know, being in the headspace I'm in right now. I love reading a book, and you're, like, reading the book, and it says something profound, and you're like, fuck, I'm going to highlight that, and you're, like, highlighting it. You're like, I'm going to remember that. I'm going to definitely be on the <laughs> Oh, my God, this isn't my book. This is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> then, then you get done reading the book, and you fr- fucking forgot it. You pick up the next one, and you're like, oh, I'm going to definitely do all this shit. Like, but That's every, the problem, man. Everything you do and you read, you do collect some data that eventually you remember. It's like, wait, yeah, like, that principle is now stuck. All That's the why good I like ones podcasts. I really listen to. Yeah, podcasts are good. Because you can just hammer information. You can just absorb, absorb, absorb. And, like, even if you're only taking in 80% of what you're absorbing, if you're absorbing 800 times more than the next person and still retaining 80%, like, yeah. you're doubling some. And after you read more and more, you you start to get rid of the bullshit, right? Like, not everybody can be on a beach and hit enter on an email yeah. and sell 10,000 whatever, right? I, Widgets. I Widgets. think I'm starting to develop a system, actually, because, like, the podcasts, right, like, they're great. They're short to the point, right? It's not a huge investment of your time, and you can listen to it, do them, whatever you want to do. And so they'll, depending on which podcast, a lot of them, they, you know, they, they mention um, and recommend other books. So I'll listen to, you know, a podcast for a time, and then I'll collect some really good books, and I'll, like, and then I'll select one. And then, you know, I'll read that book, and then eventually go back to it. It's, it's like, you know, I think you know that's my new thing now. It's yeah. gonna be cool. I'm I'm excited to hear that because I have like definitely a bunch of books and podcasts that I probably could recommend. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk, man. And there's a million that I got that you know, like you said, you highlighted. I have a bunch written down that I just have not gotten. The to. Uh, the three books. It's a series of books, and I think most people read them through business school or whatever. But it's by Jim Collins, great author. Uh, from good to great is the first one of the series, I believe. And then it goes, uh, built to last. And then the last book is how the mighty fall. But that series of books are relatable in my opinion to any business from taking a good product and making it great and being great at one thing rather than good at two. And then how you keep it going. And then it also goes over the principles of how people fail and it's usually led by ego. And then that'll lead into a lot of, like, ego books. So our big thing is, like, we got to check our egos a lot, right? Because we're fucking – we're two overconfident guys. And sometimes the ego gets fucking big, and it's like, wait, like, you got to peg it down. Usually your partner's good for that. Like, my wife is like, dude, you sound like an asshole. Like, fucking check it out. 
but yeah, not to go biblical on you guys again, but there's like this. Yeah, you know, I grew up in church. I grew up religious background, dude. dude. Yeah, man. Bring, Pride bring, cometh dude, before bring, fall. Bring it all right? in, dude. I yeah. went to Baptist school in North Carolina. Yeah, there we not go. that yeah, I learned okay. anything. I was raised Baptist. Learned <laughs> 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 well, you know, <laughs> he's really good at golf. <laughs> we, can go into, we can go into all that another time, but uh, you know that's been a huge thing. I've had so many different emotions the last month or two. Yeah. You know, first it was all you know excitement and confidence, and then it was. Holy crap! I'm really doing this. I'm terrified. Am I making the wrong decision? And then it was, wow! I'm doing good. You know. And then the pride came in, and it's just back and forth constantly on a, on the daily. Now it's like you know, you got to battle that pride. You got to battle that ego. And then it, then you're scared and you're excited. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. It's, it's the number one thing. It's a roller that takes coaster. You down. Yeah. So ego, that's ego something I really. Pride. I don't yeah, know if I've been you struggling. You be proud, right? So you know what I was I was thinking about that. I was driving like the other day, yesterday, right? And so they say pride comes before a fall, right? And it's not good to be proud but is it good to have pride it yeah, is for sure you have you to take pride in what you do yeah but is there maybe a better word we should be using because if proud is bad wouldn't pride be bad well i'll take you back when you say things like lucky i could argue that you're not lucky you're fortunate yeah because a lot of absolutely. what you're do a lot like you can't attribute like i don't believe in luck a lot like like i believe in like weirder things like the universe and like quantum and things being put oh, in front of me. You know what I'm saying? But like, I believe that you like someone isn't like, if somebody's like, Oh, you're so lucky. Like I get so like inside me, I get irritated mm. because like, it's not luck. It's fortune. Like what you're seeing before you is preparation and repetition, like successfully in a row. Like I'm not, I think why like, you get mad is like, when people, <laughs> what is this when people say no, this is what you I pulled up this picture like <laughs> you were saying it, you're it's like a day in a life as an entrepreneur it's like oh I'm excited oh this is hard it's I've working I messed it. up I've given up it's great I think I'm going bankrupt and like this is just That's like too great man. yeah because oh you were God. saying this and I, I like I've seen this uh, it was, I think what you get mad when people say lucky and I agree with you is when they say lucky it somehow takes credit away from what you did discounts it it discounts the amount of fucking work you had to put in in the background. It's like, oh, man, you got lucky because the coronavirus hit. And I think that's probably why you said I was thinking about this before coronavirus because, like, that idea has always been boiling inside of you. And you just had a trigger to do it. And Thank, I think, you know what I mean? He didn't just wake the, up you know, with, the weight, with yeah. weights in a trailer. You know, I don't know if this would have happened, though, if it wasn't for I really don't know if I would have made the call. You know, if I had the, the cojones to do I don't know what I would have done. The Rona. The Rona. Yeah, I... That's that's what's so difficult about Corona. Um, it's it's in media and outwardly it's it's perceived so negatively. Um, but I could argue I've seen a lot of people like grow and a like do change in the world. Like, do, you know, like, get into fitness. I've seen people like their health back. I've seen people start businesses. I've seen people get sober. I've seen people get unsober. So like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like fun there's, it's whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. Like you're going to make it whatever it is. And like that, that's your personality. Like you're going to, you're going to find a way to like drive it forward. I had a very productive Corona. You know what I'm saying? So like you, you, you won. At least you didn't sit there and watch CNN. The I whole tried time. learning the piano. I, I was doing well for like a month or two, and then well, on the piano, yeah. yeah fuck. And then they let him back out of his house, and he's like, "All right, I'm outside." I got my hunting license. Come on, let's go. You have to have a license. Like, would you? Call? Uh, yeah, hunting license for shotgun or bow? Ooh, bow. No, what the hell am I saying? Shotgun. It's just I don't know for deer. I can do de- antlerless. I can do. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna chalk out one yeah. with the horns. <laughs> yeah, we got a. We can, I can do turkey. Uh, what else? Oh, you see, yeah, you got the state game. There we um, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm new to this life. 
That's okay. I bought a bow too and a fishing rod. Yeah, I've been dude. That looks. I I bought a fishing rod too. It's it's shit. I need a new one. I broke my do first you, fishing rod. Do you know? I almost threw you mine broke in the lake. Your fish- oh, you did you? Did we talk yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, we already did. Mm. You slammed it in the trunk, and then you took it back to Dick's, and you're like, "Yo, <laughs> Yo this thing's broken." <laughs> and they're like, "Huh? I didn't notice that when he walked <laughs> out a second ago." Yeah, the kid just dabbed me up. He was just like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm getting paid. He's by like, Dick's "Go, go anyway. grab three more poles. It's on us. <laughs> it's on us." Uh, I gotta, I gotta it's mine. not the fishing pole. Doesn't matter. You, a good fisherman can fish with the shittiest. Well, fucking I know pole. him as shit fisherman. Thanks. It's the fucking lure. You oh, gotta have oh. the right setup. You have to have the right setup for the fish. I've learned a lot about fishing. I'm definitely getting into it. I experimented last weekend. Um, <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds so weird. <laughs> I experimented last weekend. <laughs> no, I did. I did because like I, I first learned how to with flounder forearms. Flou- uh, flounder know? fish at the shore. <laughs> Right, so you you research, you watch, watch a lot of YouTube videos, and you're like, I'm going to flounder fish. You figure that out. You figure out the right setup for flounder. With Captain you're, Dave. You're fucking f- catching flounder. And then it's like, all right, well, I want to catch something other than flounder. How the fuck do I do this? And then you just start experimenting. You realize, like, what works, what doesn't. What did we do before? Huh? What did we do before Google? Like, how would know, you, man. Like, you would have had to find a friend. Who knew how to fish? Now I can just like, rely on that one guy in a kayak. I bought kayaks over. You got kayaks? I don't have kayaks. I, oh, I got some over quarantine. Inflatable kayaks or like oh, hard? Yeah. They're hard, hard? They're hard. Yeah. Real hard. <laughs> <laughs> now they're good, man. That one was too small. We uh, I sold it for more than I bought it for. Little hustle. and But uh, now I can't find another kayak. Cause it's fucking hard to f- yeah. So now I only have one. Don't You'll make your own kayak. That's Andrew's making idea. fun of me the other day because we went out in a small boat, basically in a tropical storm. And, like, he took a picture of him, like, lounging back in a kayak. But what he fucking didn't tell us was the goddamn thing sank. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a uh, sit-in, right? Yeah, so. And you were in the rain in it? No, we we had, we had were running parallel paths, but in different places. Jonathan chose to go deep-sea fishing. I chose to go to the lake in an inflatable kayak. And, uh, like, I was on the phone, and my wife inflated the kayak. And we had two kayaks, and the one we hadn't used before, so we let our friend, like, I don't know what happened, but her kayak was also experiencing problems. But um, long story short, like, there's a plug that's supposed to go in the back of the kayak, so we get, we're, like, paddling out there, and I'm like, oh, hmm, there's water in here. <laughs> and I was like, we might need to paddle back. I'll let you know in a second. I need to do an assessment. And I just, like, started watching the water get, like, higher and higher up on my leg. And I was like, we need to paddle back. Now. Now. I'm paddling so hard, I, like, hit her in the head with the paddle. <laughs> <laughs> what lake did you go to? Uh, we went to Nakamixon. Okay. I was at a – so the Delaware River in Bristol, there's this island. Uh, I think it's called Burlington Island. And so I've been getting more and more adventurous with my, my yakking, you know, my new yakking skills. So I, uh, lone, you know, lone solo, I, I went across the Delaware to this island, and in the middle there's this uh, massive, I forget how many acre lake. I picture George Washington, like, on the front of the kayak. Dude, dead ass. I, it was like, like that. I went across it alone. It was like that, except I had my GoPro, you know, strapped to the front. But uh, so I got over there. And, uh, you know, you, you like, go over this little sandbar with a couple of trees across it, and there's this massive man-made lake with, like, rope swings, and it's, like, completely secluded. There's nobody else on the island except for people that boated over there. It's and really, know really about cool. it, right? And know about it. You got to be, you know, you got to be cool like that. But Listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Burlington Island. <laughs> don't, don't get caught. 
Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, so there was this couple over there, and they had uh, an inflatable kayak, and they like pulled it out of the lake to go back across the river. And I, they might have done the same thing as you because I saw like a whole crap ton of water pouring out of the bottom of it. And I said, "Is it supposed <laughs> to do that?" And and they were like, "No." And then I don't know <laughs> what happened. I don't know what happened to them after that. I think they. Ma- I hope they made it across. <laughs> I blew by him, man. They were taking forever. That thing was slow in the water. It's funny. You have like a Coleman kayak? No, I got a Pelican Mustang. I got a Pelican Mustang. And then oh, the Mustang. It's, it's a solid kayak, man. It's like $300. It's it's like a fishing kayak. So it's got your fishing rod holders. It's got like plenty of storage in the back. Fucking it's Swedish comfortable, shit. dude. We need a kayak. $300, man. They're so cool. You can go cool places. Oh, dude, you got to go down to Chamonix Creek. Uh, You can go get dropped off up by, I forget what it is. It's up. By I forget the name of the road, but essentially you can kayak, you know, go in the water under this bridge and go on like a two-hour kayak ride down to Chamonix Creek, uh, and it takes you to Tyler State Park, man, and it's, it's a sweet ride. Someone's got to be there waiting to pick you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to have two vehicles. I've done that at night. That's badass, man. I Dude, my brother, that. yeah, my brother, yeah, called Raft, and, and we would go out on the, the Chamonix, and he, we had to go at night because that's what made it cool. Yeah. It's hardcore, man. You gotta be, dude. That water stuff. Or floating it. That what's we call you? You want to go floating? Yeah, you. And I'd be like, "What are you talking about?" And they would go. Was it in kayaks? No, they had this big, like, inflatable, like, beach blow-up boat. Okay. It was the M2 or the M7. They called it. And my brother and his like friends, they probably went like five or six times. And like the one day, I'm like sitting there, like, computer. My brother comes into my room and he's like, "It stormed earlier." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's like. You want to go floating? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. Like, I'm glad to get invited. Like, cool. So I hop in the car. We, like, go to the spot. <laughs> like, they've got, like, flat. Like, it's pretty, pretty, like, not sophisticated setup. Pretty they knew what they were doing. Pretty Mark Twain. And, uh, yeah, but, like, the thing was, like, every now and then, like, the creek wasn't deep enough. So, like, you'd have to get out. And it'd be like, boys, get out. We gotta, we got to carry the beers. Like, and they'd have, like, so many beers that the boat would be, like, dragging across the bottom. And we'd have to, like, carry everything over the... Th- like, dude, how did how did you young bucks rope me into this? So when he said that, I'm like, where are you, where are you going down the creek at? Like yeah, the- some of the, some of there's, like, some sandbars... We made it okay in the yaks, but I'm picturing like a you know a raft filled with four <laughs> yeah, guys and a bunch of beer. So stupid. That's dangerous. Dude, I'm surprised it didn't rip. High school kid <laughs> stuff. We're uh, <laughs> that's amazing, man. I'm, the water's not. I internshiped in Aspen one year, right out of right out of uh, school. Like so, in high school, I didn't smoke a lot of weed, right? But all my friends did, and so get out of high school, go to college, go back for an internship in Aspen, and it was like my first week of smoking weed when my friends came up, right? Never really did it before. They get me so we go floating, right? And just imagine your first couple of times getting high, going floating on a river. And so we're floating in this unknown river near Carbondale, Colorado, and we're floating and we're floating. I've completely lost track of like where we are, how much time we have, and those fucks aren't from there, right? <laughs> they have no idea what's going on. We're floating and like it feels like four or five fucking hours. Like, dude, we definitely missed our drop off. Like, we're gonna end up in the Colorado River. And they're like, no, it's fine. Like, we haven't gone. I was like, dude, we're going to fucking, like, we're, once we go in there, like, we're going to be taken out to sea. And uh, so we come back and we get out. <clears throat> and none of us have fucking shoes on. Like, we didn't we didn't think we'd miss our, our drop off. <laughs> so we're, we're, no shoes, in the middle of, like, the fucking, you know, river. 
Meanwhile, we never made it to our destination. We had to walk like two miles barefoot. Up, and it's all your fault. It's all my fucking fault. They got I had no idea what was going on. Because they I got you soon. I was fucking gone. It was it's great. their fault. They should have known better than they that. They should have known better. They're, you don't get the navigator high. It's not like we had... Navy SEALs don't do that. Cell phones back then. Like kids now that they go floating, they can't get lost. They got a fucking phone. Yeah. We had a, it was rugged. We had to rough it. Well, you didn't know how to read a topographical map. I didn't have that or a compass. <laughs> they didn't have the map. No. <laughs> <laughs> in a river. They, there was a failure in reading it because it didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. So Mitch, Mitch Black, blackout training. I appreciate you having me on here, man. This was a cool freaking cool experience and um i would you know if you ever want an update man i'd love to be back on the show yeah dude we definitely we'll definitely have you back on like it'd be cool to have like someone from the fitness world on regularly we'll be like him and Corey on together him and Corey. that'd be a great podcast just have like a fitness off yeah how would Who's that work this, uh is this Corey the one that's going on next week mm, cory richardson is a friend of mine from high school that um served a uh, pretty impressive tours in the military, and then now owns um, his is gym one hundred and one, or high intensity. Yeah, you better get it right. Yeah, <laughs> no, he'll come for me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's probably on a, a very short list of people I'm actually scared of. <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah. So, where can people find you? Uh, so you can go online at www.blackouttraining.com. Um, I got a, my Instagram handle would be black spelled B L A A K underscore out underscore training uh or you can call me at 844 train 15 i like that damn he's got a phone number yeah fucking 800 oh, that, dude, number that really holy shit 844 yeah, yeah. train you know, like, oh my god dude, it's like 15 bucks a month or something i i figured dude i gotta have it especially if i'm putting these yards on. matter of fact cool story i, I had these uh, i had my girlfriend and her sister drop these uh you know these signs these, these original signs that said you know work out from home but not alone or uh you know, all these different slogans. I wish I could think of more off the top of my head, but, uh, oh, uh, lose your quarantine 15, you know, and we had those out and I was getting a couple calls over the actual COVID shutdowns themselves. And then I had actually, you know, official signs made and, um, and, uh, yeah. So I had to get an official number for it, dude. Absolutely. Come on. Jealous. Yeah. I'm kind of, I got one on eight, one eight hundred. Yeah. One eight hundred build shit. <laughs> dude, I love that. Does it work? No. You got it. Damn. Well, all right. Uh, well, on that note. Mitch back, Mitch Black, blackout training. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we'll have to grab a quick picture before you leave uh, for the gram. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. If you want to check us out um, at After Five Life on Instagram, the After Five Podcast dot com. Um, most importantly, if you enjoyed this, share it with a friend. Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's predominantly where people are listening at us. It looks like. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys.